0: Kaisho Eta and I Etoria to two Mats Stuck in Conversation. My name is Matthew Hector. And I'm Matthew Glant. This is episode 12.
1: But first, if you don't already know, this podcast is based on the premise that we talk absolute crap or cock-pride right in Afrikaans, which is one of the 11th African official languages.
0: Go follow us on Instagram. It's at Tumats Stuck in Conversation.
1: Oh, uh, also go check out our last podcast where we had our first set of guests on. We spoke a bit about um, racism in South Africa.
0: Now available on YouTube as well as Apple Podcasts and Spotify as well.
1: Okay, let's get this podcast going.
0: One, two, three. done, done.
1: Wow. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to start with the lockdown recap. So in South Africa, there are currently 2,000... Two hundred and seventy six thousand cases. We have one hundred and thirty five thousand recovered and four thousand and seventy-nine deaths. This is like a massive increase from the last time
0: we had those podcasts. Speaking about uh COVID nineteen, can I just remind to you know, everyone who's listening on COVID nineteen policies, preventative policies, because we've forgotten about mask. we you know forget masks. Forget social distancing. Let's gather at Seapoint Promenade. Like I don't know what's happening.
1: Let's go out, have supper, be in bay, you know let's let's go on massive hikes and all the things. You're adding, people. I I I am acting people. Yeah, I know. You. Uh, I know. I know these people. I know you at. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um uh we are at the I'm just I, what I see. know somebody with it stage now. I actually know a number of people with it. What about you?
1: I, I also know last week um we got news that I know some family friends, one of them actually passed away and it is it is his funeral yesterday which is kind of sad. My the God. live Don't streamed on you? Facebook. They live streamed on Facebook, which is kinda cool, about how technology still allowed like the funeral to happen, which is really cool. Um, but we know some family friends who have it now. And um it's it's getting scary. Um it's getting really
0: scary now. Well, yeah, I've I've been scared since uh January when I first heard about it. I was actually um when I was at Pride, I was scared then already because I knew it was coming. But that's a a, a random anecdote. I know uh, we have a whole like household in in our family, extended family that has it. Um, last time I checked, they are still fine. My grandmother's nephew passed away. Uh, f- for what they claim is heart related, but it could still be COVID nineteen related. Um, and there are so many colleagues that my parents have that have it as well. Um, hey, China was, is talking about cases
1: of bubonic plague. I've heard is, about this. i like, we, what's we, going on in China?
0: We're gonna die, is what's gonna happen, don't you think? Uh, all of us,
1: uh, um, we're all gonna die, technically um, speaking, ph- philosophically technically speaking, philosophically, we are all going. To die and as a fact of life um what are you listening to what kind of music are you listening to
0: right now i have been letting apple decide what i listen to i'm using my uh, what do they call it personalized station um and i'll chat a bit more about that later on when we get to the tech segment uh but i've just yeah. i've been using the, the the personalized station which you can do right now you can just ask city to play me my personalized station. And it's actually... I'm actually really impressed because I'm actually a very picky person when it comes to music. Um, yeah, we know. And they've... I've been getting very good recommendations. And it's almost like it knows that I'm, I don't like lyrics so much and it's recommending, like, actual good um, chord progressions and good music. I'm, I'm impressed. I, I, too, use
1: my personalized registration from time to time. But I've actually... I didn't even use the Get Up mix. There's the Get Up mix um that which is recommended to me the playlist. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And um I, at first it sucked. But now it's like giving me quality stuff and I'm like, you know, this is pretty great. I'm slowly moving out of my sad music phase and going back to like upbeat alternative. and the Get Up now mix is like doing quality work. Um my song of the week is actually a joke which is um, the song called Kill the Director by The Wombats, which is like just this British song where this guy is being super teen angsty because the song came out in 2007. And it's just a lot of fun to listen to.
0: Um, always an interesting case with you and your music. What about your movies and series? What are you watching?
1: Dude, um, I we haven't spoken in a while, so I have a
0: lot to unpack. It's been okay. a hot minute.
1: Okay, I'll start with what I'm binging, right? Big Bang Theory. I didn't watch season... Like the half of season 10 all the way to season 12. So I haven't seen it. And I've been binging it for the last, like... I'm going to say like a week and a half. And I'm almost done with season 12. And... It's it's kind of nice to see things you know wrap up. Don't give spoilers. I don't know anything yet, but
0: it, it it's pretty satisfying. I thought you watched it. I was gonna give spoilers, but I heard no, that no, they no. were doing a uh, they're gonna do a bit of a reunion thing. Um, can I tell you something about the ending?
1: No, nothing at the all. The quality of the ending. No, no. I want nothing. I want to go in blind.
0: All I'm gonna say is they, they don't say anything. do <laughs> 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 Moving on to
1: movies Moving on to movies <laughs> I've also <laughs> I've also been watching The Umbrella Academy On Netflix as well Which is really great Season 2 comes out The 31st of July And If Ron should go see Umbrella Academy It's Just Really great It's about like the, This family of superheroes But not like the X-Men But sort of like the X-Men um, I saw the trailer
0: Looks quite interesting um, It's it, it, It's like it, it it's X Men meets
1: Titans. It's just dark but funny, and it and the the
0: the magic system is really interesting. Um, I think it was recommended to me because they have a resident LGBT character. Do they not?
1: Um, I think they do. Yeah, they do. Um, you know, you always getting LGBT quality content right there. Yeah. Um, I watched Inception. Now let's talk about Inception for a the second. The twenty ten blockbuster the film, film blockbuster film i watched it last when i was 10 years old so 2011 is probably the last time i watched it right i came out in 2010 and between 2011 and now my understanding of films and my respect for films has, like it's grown a little bit you know <laughs> but inception blew me away like i can actually fully appreciate it now what just what nolan did in that film Everyone should you watch it. It just, it does so many original things. And there's so many special effects in that film that influences other films. Like, I don't think you get Doctor Strange without the scene where they bend the city. um, And it's like really Doctor Strange-esque and whatever. But it's it's pretty dope. And Inception's getting a re-release next month. So what month. is what
0: is what does that entail, the, the re-release? What does that mean? So, it's the
1: 10 year anniversary of Inception, right? Obviously, it's 2020. Yeah, it come in 2010. And so, um, Nolan has a new film coming out, Christopher Nolan. He has a film called Tenet, which is coming out in August. And a- accompanying Tenet will be Inception. So, it will be like a back to back kind of thing, supposedly, and some theaters. And it's something you'll just be able to
0: watch a remastered so version oh, okay. of Inception. I would if that is going to happen I'd highly recommend that you go watch it if uh if you you know maintain your distance and wear your mask and sanitize and whatnot um otherwise get a good copy of it I'm not telling you how to get it um or it's on Netflix get it Make on it Netflix and it's on Netflix find the biggest clearest TV in your house with the best surround sound system you can get um because it just adds to the quality of the movie. That movie specifically. Yeah. The soundtracks. I actually listened to the soundtracks. Yes, the sound... Yeah. Oh my word, don't get me started. The, the soundtrack. Okay, I've been
1: staying with Inception soundtrack for three years, but I haven't seen the form in three years. It's just, it's just a weird thought to me. But the music is honestly some of the best I've ever heard in a movie. And the sound design, like how this, they use different sounds and how, when they use music and the imagery, uh, It's it's quality quality filmmaking
0: um, 100% agree with you. and
1: the amount of exposition they have to give us just so we understand what's going on it's given in a way that's really easy to follow but this concept's actually quite complex um for a film you know you expect this kind of complexities in a series or a book or comic book that has more time to explain what's going on you know yeah so, uh, um, massive respect For the film
0: And then You want to talk about Rick and Morty
1: I'm I, I I'm back to watching Rick and Morty The last five episodes Came out a while ago Yeah I watched them but What I do is I watch one a week Because Rick and Morty co- Like content is so Great Great
0: It's so rare And so great I And I want to save it I, I did I did a bad it, thing so as as and possible. I binged it. Because I, I, I wasn't planning on watching a series and it was like one in the morning and I saw it and then I couldn't stop. And then before I knew oh, it, I was no. done. It's like a Dude, drug addiction. Is,
1: it's because they're 20 minutes long, right? Yeah. It's just easy to, to digest and it makes it worse because it's like, I have to save these 20 minutes per episode. um, and, the, and Rick and Morty, it's original and it's funny and you don't see content like it. One, um, it's
0: unlike anything else, and the comedy is—you you really have to be paying attention, and it's—it's it's such high-quality content. It's raw and unfolded, and its it, it, its just. I love it, when it they just, directly attack the audience, which is great.
1: Yeah, and they—they they just swear, and they don't—they just don't care. The only other show that doesn't care as much as Rick and Morty, is a show called DC's Legends of Tomorrow, and I think everyone should watch Legends of Legends of Tomorrow because. They just don't care, you know. They'll just do whatever they want story wise, and it still works as well.
0: That's interesting.
1: Um,
0: DC's latest movies. I saw some. I saw a trailer today, probably for an old movie. It's on a DSTV box office. So it must not be that recent. It's Jumanji something. It's a new one. I watched that. It looks very interesting. In the in the movies. Once again, another movie that I wasn't invited to. Thank you so much. Um. I'm pretty sure I invited you, but you were working, and
1: I'm pretty sure we came to visit you.
0: Oh at your work yes, that day. Excuses conveniently, right? We Went for ice cream afterwards, sure. Yeah, we didn't come with that either. Um, now, so Instagram. Yes. Uh, do you like it?
1: I quit it for a week. Why? I I was getting kind of sick of just okay it, it was a two-fold thing i thought i'd quit instagram because it would interfere with my work that's what i always thought I, the reason i would like stop using instagram right was because like i'd be wasting too much time with it but that wasn't my problem my problem was i was just taking in memes and i was just taking in content and none of it felt like significant to me right so when i quit instagram for a week it wasn't to um. Like, work more. It was just... I wanted to consume content that was of more value. um, And my week of Instagram proved that a lot of the content I consume on Instagram is of no value. So, I've decided to pick up Reddit. And I've decided to... Welcome, <laughs> pick fellow Reddit. Redditor is is quite addictive. Um, now, Yeah, it is quite... Good. You have to, like... But I, I'm following subreddits that I think... Will add value. And they're, and they're talking about things I'm interested in. And I do the same thing for YouTube. Like obviously I watch YouTube videos. That I actually am interested in. And I think that will give me. um, Information. Let me explain how I deal with my, my entertainment. I use like Showmax and Netflix. To give me like my movie. Or like escapism. Fa- like entertainment. And then I use YouTube and Reddit. To give me like information. On topics I like. So it's basically education, but um, in a more fun way.
0: I hear you. I hear you. So it I think YouTube has a brilliant way of making virtually anything entertaining. Um, that being said, I hear you with the Instagram thing. Just to backtrack a bit, I did. I I don't know if I mentioned it, but I did go on a social media. I hate this. I'm still partially on it. Like you go on one all the time. No, that's what I mean. I'm still partially on it because I haven't opened your DM field chat thing Um, in... I haven't sent you a DM in weeks. <laughs> yeah, they still unread from the last time. Um, And that goes for virtually everyone else. Except my friend Jody, because uh, she doesn't just send memes. She says, you or me. And I have to see what it is in that case, because...
1: You know It's very aggressive yeah. I get that content too Not the same one you get But like the you and the me Yeah <laughs> Yeah
0: Um,
1: Shall we move on? Yeah Let's move to My interesting learning So it's not It's not medicine related This week My interesting learnings
0: <laughs> So it's um, nerve lacking for me So what are we talking about now? We're talking about Exercise Everyone's favourite thing Something I know a little um, bit about good let's go
1: so of recent i've become a little bit interested in exercise um, mainly because i kind of study while I exercise because i just have a better understanding of the body so it, it makes me appreciate exercise more like i understand how the muscles work and all these kinds of things moving on i've been thinking about how i train so right now i run and then i do like body weight exercises but of recent, I'm like, I'm not getting the kind of results I want, and I'm not feeling the same level of exhaustion that I want to feel from my bodyweight exercises So like I've been researching. I've been researching into lifting, but also the benefits of bodyweight exercises versus lifting weights. Do you know any?
0: Um, I, I guess it's just a better idea to lift your own weight than to overpower yourself i don't know yeah so there's something along that lines right and
1: so apparently there's a lot of benefits for bodyweight exercises so for someone like me who's running a lot bodyweight exercises help a lot because the biggest benefit is that you get better like spatial awareness and better agility and better body movement through doing body weight exercise, right? Because obviously you have to learn how to move your muscle groups together and, yeah. you know, with form and with timing and all that kind of things. Um, so you'll find that you just run better. Like, I think in the last two months, my running speed has increased more than, the like, four months prior to lockdown, for example, right? Um, I think that's in part due to body weight exercises. But lifting weights is great to get that, you know, that Instagram body. Um, yeah. Because lifting weights targets individual muscles and it and it it, it, it leads to greater muscle um, growth and size increases, but it doesn't necessarily mean increased strength, Um, which is also an interesting thing. Because there's like there's difference between like strength, endurance, and muscle size. Just because your muscles are big doesn't mean you have endurance. It doesn't also mean you have more strength than someone whose muscle is smaller. So on and so forth. but yeah, I've I've become a little bit of interested in, in whether or not I should be lifting now or I should continue doing bodyweight exercises
0: or whether I should combine the two. Well, we were speaking about my workouts earlier on. Um and I mainly do body weight exercises. I don't really do much lifting. And when I do lift, like I said, I or to you, I only do five kilograms per arm and it's not a lot. Um, like it doesn't feel like like it's putting any strain on me, so I feel good, you know.
1: Mm. That's 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 really great. Another thing I also become really fascinated by. Um, this year in, in second year medicine you study um, muscles, right? Like I said earlier. Didn't did you do this. I've, yes, but since I've been studying muscles, right? Since like February, I've taken a greater interest and appreciation for um, athletes and sportsmen. And I've also Hence, been times. When to you
0: to told my father about his calves, that was hilarious. Yeah,
1: dude, your dad's calves are
0: impressive. You like, <laughs> were so taken aback. It was really weird, but like, <laughs> I was just like, "Damn!"
1: <laughs> it's like you can kick a rugby ball far with Those like. You could you could like someone with those. I have to believe that um, I'm not time stamping. I
0: didn't say anything. Wow, well, the tables! Oh, the turntables, as Michael Scott would say. Um, I can't actually figure out how to type this. Um, it's twenty three. So anyway, moving on. I got it. Okay.
1: Um, so but so I've been interested, and I've taken a lot of interest in three things: Gymnastic, gymnastics, like gymnasts. Um, Sprinters and, and marathon runners Now first of all, gymnasts Do you know how insane it is To do flippy things in the air I get so amazed by it When you get these like very tiny ladies Like 1.5 meters Going around and just using The complete body weight to do flip after flip After flip and get massive Like height gains it, it's, it's pretty amazing right? it, yeah. It's and scary, yeah. it looks scary Because if you land around you could kill yourself Exactly. And you know, you look at the and you look at these these gymnasts and you're like, you're not strong. You're like you're not like super bolt. But then you look at what they're doing and then you're like, oh my gosh. Like the amount of power and the amount of force they're getting to like get that momentum. It's really amazing. And the technique has to be flawless so that they don't waste energy as they move from one flip to the other flip to the other flip. Right? And gymnasts are a perfect example of body weight exercises. Most gymnasts just do bodyweight exercises. Bodyweight, bodyweight, bodyweight. And you can see the benefits is that they have like, this amazing ability to move their body. Um, and to generate force. And create the ability to control their body. And then the other thing I've been interested, is, interested in is sprinters and marathon runners. Um, because they have completely different body types. <laughs> I'd imagine, yeah. Uh, sprinters, if you look at someone like Usain Bolt, he's tall. He's ripped like the man actually has muscles and like deltoids like he's 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 pretty like wobbled and then you look at someone like uli kuchogi who is the the marathon king and he's super scrawny and looks like he has zero fat and he looks super tiny um for comparison can i take a case
0: as to why that is um yes but go for it so i imagine you said baltas is is muscular because he he can use that strength which would transfer into force which would make him go accelerate harder go faster i'm guessing and um the other guy uh he doesn't have any uh weight from the muscle or the fat and he's fit so he probably has more endurance ability i'm guessing so
1: yeah you're exactly right it's it's a matter of like so when you're looking at locomotion, right? Like how the body actually runs. Yeah. Um, Your arms are actually vitally important. Um, okay, Brits. I, I know myself and many other runners, you tend to like downplay the importance of bowling your arms and your chest, right? But if you're trying to get those, those speed gains, like sprinting or not, um, then the weight of your arms matters. So sprinters will pack on these really massive upper bodies because it helps them run faster, and because they're not running for 15, 21, um, or 42Ks, the extra muscle weight doesn't matter, right, um, so that's why they are super, like, bolt, but someone like Kupchogi who's running 42Ks, extra muscle, um, will be, like, bad, because it makes you slower, like, it's just more weight to carry, um, but then the other thing is, now, the, the question is, is bolt, stronger than kubchogi right or does Bolt have more muscle than kubchogi and the the the, the answer to that is kind of yes and kind of no um which is interesting thing. are you not going
0: to explain that um i do you do you want me to explain my, the types of muscle fibers never mind moving swiftly on um exactly i'm like I, I was thinking about it and i should No. but like uh so the next point. Yeah. In your power point is... What am I doing? Oh, um... This, what, this, my niece went this to the doctor. is not in order.
1: Yeah? My niece went to the doctor and she got some medication and she sent me an image of the medication and I felt this immense sense of, like, pride when I could... Like, I knew what the medication was by its, like, drug name.
0: Sure, um, sure. Th-
1: that was like, oh my gosh, the studies actually mean something. I've been studying for hours and I can actually say, I know what this drug does to your body. It is a really cool moment.
0: What do they call that? Pharmacol- pharmacology. Yeah. So you studied that already, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. It's actually really interesting how drugs interact with your body. I actually think pharmacology is one of my favorite disciplines that we do. We do 13 disciplines, we study 13 disciplines
0: in second year. I didn't um, know you pharmacology did Pharmacology is one of them. Um, yeah. I'm, you know, happy for you, I guess. Weird flicks, but alas. uh, oh, yes, Moving on. Do you want to talk about WWDC now? Do I want to? Is is That is that is indeed the question. What, do you want to?
1: I, I, I know you've been waiting to it's, fanboy over. It's kind over. of
0: old news now. It was the event was on the 22nd of June. I spoke about it in the beginning of the last episode. And... Basically, it's an event that uh, developers, journalists, maybe even prospective customers uh, go to see the latest software and sometimes some hardware. They can test out the the software and the hardware live in person. But obviously, this year, COVID-19 can't have that event. So they did an online version. Um, That's what WWDC is now. What they announced is a bit controversial. Because the next updates for the iPads and the iPhones and the Mac not so much the Macs, let's focus on the on the iPhone to be honest, iOS fourteen. Um I have a question for you, by the way. Yeah. Who do you think first put widgets in their device? From oh, oh, mobile on the, on the on the in the operating system across the the operating s- since for, since uh, the modern computer as we know it has I w- existed.
1: I wanna say Android, but I feel like Windows might have done it as well.
0: Try Macintosh, nineteen eighty four. They were the first to use <laughs> widgets ever. Were they? What is the widget? It was it's a little uh, you know, Windows Seven. Yeah. Picture all those widgets in black and white. That's it. Oh wow! They were way that. ahead of the game. Um, so actually, who invented the widget? Apple didn't invent it, but they were first to use it. Point you is, know, we invented rectangles with rounded
1: corners. Also, Apple.
0: Apple, and the the uh, copy paste cut uh, commands and stuff, and fonts, and fonts. That's thanks to Steve Jobs sitting in a uh, what is it? What was it? lecture about calligraphy yeah, callig- that's the word i was looking for um yeah. interesting a lot about how you use your computer comes from apple computers so don't be so hateful fanboys point is um ios 14 has well ios has had widgets since ios 9 but they've been in line and on a separate page and you couldn't move them away from that page now you can move them on your home screen and it kind of looks like the way Android does widgets. Um, and they they went crazy about that. Um, I've yeah. been using iOS 14, the beta. For those of you who don't know, a, like? uh, a beta is a version of software that's still being tested for bugs. Bugs are things that when, when it doesn't work properly or it's give, it gives issues, whatnot. It's so, so reliable. I haven't had any issues, like at all. Nothing has gone wrong Uh, point I is, have not put the beta on my phone Because
1: I I don't like Putting betas on my main machines
0: Well so. I I was Thinking I'm not going to do that But then I remembered I downloaded the iOS 10, 11, 12 And 13 betas on my phone And I've never had any issues So I thought Okay that's a lie I've been with you where, where, where your camera no, has no what I, what I mean, what I mean by that is I haven't, I haven't been in a situation where My phone was unusable yeah, of course. Uh, and if it means that my apps crash every now and then, I don't, I don't, I really don't care about that. I'd rather be able to test the features. I'm very impatient about these things. Uh, I am very patient. Um, although I do want to get in. One
1: of the biggest features, in my opinion, to come out of WWDC is that when you get a phone call um, on your iPhone or your iPad, the, the phone call won't take up the whole screen. You know, and period. you'll still be able to continue to do your things while the phone call happens in the background for the first
0: time in my entire life i want people to call me i've never (laughs) wanted that before uh my point is so i've been using it and i actually don't think it doesn't remind me of android it reminds me of windows phone that operating system i spoke about i also thought about windows phone when i saw it the first time i'm like you know the whole swiping between the
1: stacks and the way it looks yeah uh, reminded me a lot of windows phone what i think was actually the biggest thing was well, everyone thinks it. The biggest thing to come out of WWDC was Apple's move to have their own um,
0: CPU chips in the MacBooks.
1: Um,
0: Because Intel's been holding everyone back. uh,
1: For those who don't understand computer dynamics, um, Intel is this company who makes um, all the CPUs and GPUs right now for Apple, right? Um, and, and not just Apple. Apple, virtually most Windows and Linux laptops. Yes.: Yes. Almost all laptops will run an Intel CPU. Um, but you see, there's a benefit. like in, the, in iPads and in iPhones, Apple makes their own CPU, and because they make their own CPU and they make their own software, they're able to basically create this super-fast, super-powerful device um, through both the, like, the synergy between software and hardware. But that never happened on the Mac because they, they, they used Intel. But now they're going to use Apple chips. And we're going to see a massive increase in battery power and a massive increase in CPU speed all at the same time. Just because Apple's going to be making their own chips. And a decrease um, in
0: temperatures as well, which means it will run and in cold. Uh, and, you know, they're testing it with the iPad chips. And the iPad chips are performing better than quite a lot of the Intel chips. Um, and yes. they're not even gonna put those chips in the Macs, they're gonna be using much more beefier things in the Mac. Can I tell you something that I think uh might make you sad wow. uh watch o s will no longer have three d touch I know it's dying, I off. It's dying off. the thing of
1: and it makes me it makes me kind of mad <laughs> because i think I think you know when you use three d touch on the iPhone. I admit there was a little bit there was sometimes a little bit of a delay right there was that little moment where the the pressure sensitivity didn't exactly read but on the watch it works flawlessly right um three touch is such an intuitive way of talking and interacting with your watch I don't
0: know why we're removing it honestly but um it just tells you what the next watch is not gonna have it just starts with dragging away features. For, for those of you who don't know, 3D Touch is like you force you p- apply force to the screen, kind of like you're pressing a button, and it makes it feel like a button by vibrating quickly or whatever. Uh funny thing is, cars are now getting a, a version of 3D Touch in their radios. So you'll you get yourself a car. Um and to get myself a car. I can unlock it with
1: my iPhone now. Yes. Um Only
0: BMWs though. So get yourself a BMW. Um, only a BMW, only a BMW. That's only for now. At that, that hurt because I'm a big Merc fan, um, yeah. and I did in, in Let me not get into it. Anyway, normally we'd go into a uni update. Do you wanna talk about uni? Yeah, we can we can, we can talk about. Uni. You can talk about uni. Uh, I would like to talk some some utter. <laughs> good.
1: We, we we can talk about uni quickly. You wanna lead us? in know the. Can you intro? start us off. Now you're gonna lead us into in, the intro. Oh, One, two, three. Oof! Yeah, no, it's hectic. <laughs> and that was actually pretty good. Yes. Um today is the thirteenth of July. Um I don't think we said that. Yeah. Uh it's my cousin's
0: birthday, twenty-first. Happy birthday to you. Happy
1: birthday, Cole. Yes. Um today Is is thirteenth of July, like I said, and we didn't mention the fact that we are two students at UCT. I am a second year medical student and Hector is a
0: second year information systems student.
1: Yes. So we are learned individuals. And we think, you know, our studies qualifies us to talk about things that aren't related to our studies, um, because that's just how we roll. But today I finally finished my semester. I finally finished semester three. Um, finally. this has been the longest semester of my life. Um, six months. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> of just constant work and a pandemic. Um, you know, a little bit of friendship drama here and there. Um, We're not going to talk about boy, that. Matthew. We're not going to talk about that. But this has been one half of a ride. Um, Would you do it again? For a million, rand? No. Let's let's not do it again. Let's not do it again. <laughs> but um, today I spent twelve hours uh, behind my laptop finishing a thirty-eight page, eleven thousand word document. Reading documents When did you start it? Um, I started in February. I've been doing it for the last four months, and I finally handed it in. So that was kind of like satisfied. when was it due? Today, today at
0: twenty three fifty nine. Are you one of those kids that hand in early?
1: Oh wow! I I actually handed it in late compared to the rest of my class. Yeah, but um, that's because
0: you're all overachievers, all of you.
1: Yeah, and then last week was test week, and we had two tests. Um, I got first in the one test because you got a marks back well so that's done yay yay for me although some of the questions they asked in that, in that paper to us was like wasn't in our lecture slides i it looked greek to me um and that was weird i was gonna make a comment but, about
0: yeah. greeks but i'll keep it pc what do you want to know about greeks nothing moving on okay pick, you know? um so yeah uni uni is finally
1: done um i don't know what you're going to talk about in the next few weeks about uni but um i
0: know because you know what what you know what you know what you what we what we don't talk about is what's happening what? in our lives we don't actually talk about what's that. happening in our lives we don't have anything going on in our lives
1: um, um i'm actually gonna have to study in this holiday why i don't think you have but to
0: i think you're choosing i have
1: to, to because there's work i miss There's work there's so much work That I had to say, like, stop doing some of it so I could finish the others, you know what I mean? Uh, And I have to catch up with that work if I want to be like a fully well rounded medical doctor.
0: You concern me sometimes. I hope you're not going to be working as hard, at least. No, no, no. Maybe take a week off. A few hours a day. Yeah, yeah. So
1: I've decided I'm going to take a week off this week. And then next Monday, I will start again. And I'll do, like, four hours a day or something. Like, just in the mornings. And then the afternoons, are like, I'll chill.
0: Last, last week, my semester technically ended. Because my last exam was last week. Um, Aren't you cool? Interesting exam set, set up. Because they are 28 hours. Almost 30 hours. That's how long you have to do the exam. Um, And there were two of them. We had six days. Um... So you guys properly cheated, right? Um, no, we are honourable... Sure! Honorable professionals. You are lying! You are a liar. Anyway... I am
1: not a liar, but I cannot speak for the other
0: members of my class. Um, I'm sure you didn't have to refer to your notes. You probably knew the answer. Um, I didn't refer to my notes. Let the record show that. Okay, sure. We'll talk afterwards. Um, last week... At uh, because it was the end of my semester, and you know last week was actually quite a difficult week for me. Uh, I had a tough week. Uh, my grandmother, picture I told you that she went to a funeral, her nephew, and she mm-hmm. was in isolation. Uh, and we've got a strange setup in the house. I stay with my grandmother, who stays next door to my parents. I may have mentioned this before, but because she was in isolation, I had to lock myself into my room and leave outside the back of my room, and go through my parents' house to do everything. Uh, And then, because my my grandmother wasn't there to, like, help around the house, everybody was very stressed. Point is, last week was a very hectic week for me, so I took the week off um, and whatnot from working out. This week I started working
1: out again. Well, I mean, you got the, the walking distance in.
0: Not Really. Because uh, no. I wasn't waiting my watch uh, This week I'm starting my workouts oh, again Which means I might catch you on the bike I think it's finally time um, I'm going to do a 15 this week
1: Overachievers <sighs> Overachievers Over I'm probably going to do like uh, The week uh, the week, This week I'm supposed to do like 42k's of mileage So I'm probably going to do Two 10k's the 15 And then I'll fit something else in.
0: I have a random question S- for, for you um. Yeah. If you wake up super early um, Do you Are you able to just jump up And be, and you're immediately ready to start working Or do you feel like me And you just You are awake But your mind's not working For like the first half an hour Would
1: you like to know my current morning
0: routine? Sure
1: um, I wake up I usually wake up these days at like 8 And then I get up almost immediately Or I Like if I get me, I check my phone for messages or something like that Because I get late-night late, uh, late night messages from people. Um, Probably ooh. me. <laughs> Probably you. Um, And so I check my phone for like 10 minutes, and then I get up, make myself breakfast, and then I sit down to watch an episode of The Big Bang Theory. And then I get, get up again, make myself a warm drink, coffee or tea, and then I go work. So that's my process. And so that takes about an hour after I
0: wake up, and I start working. Um. So you... You don't feel fully awake in the first half an hour.
1: Um, no, I feel awake. It's just I like doing those things. I mean, there's some mornings where I wake up and then I'll just immediately get out of bed, go brush my teeth, and then put on
0: clothes to go run. Uh, that's so strange. I'm not. I'm not much of a morning person. I mean, if I'm if I if I'm planning to wake up early, then I'm fine. But a few days ago, I think it was friday no it was actually it was this morning so i woke up at um like 7 a.m which is early for me and the reason i woke up is because my take a lot delivery guy was phoning me he was outside and i literally walked into the glass door and uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then i walked outside without the mask uh, but luckily he just put it on the wall and i didn't make contact with him at all um my mother gave me a whole lecture about that. Um, the other thing going on in my life is I'm contemplating getting Tinder Gold. Imagine how sad my wow. romantic life is that I'm considering Tinder Gold. Um, Dude, how much is th- isn't Tinder Gold like expensive? See, the thing is, if I sign up for a six month subscription, <laughs> sixty rand a month, which is not that bad. You think the math? <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: actually considering, <laughs> like the the way you pulled off that number so quickly. <laughs>
0: yeah, I checked it this morning. What do you mean? I've been on Tinder all day. I've met some amazing people. Um, I'm happy for you. I'm on the Snapchats again with some peeps. Um. Hmm. Oh,
1: before we move on to our main topics of sorts, um, I had McDonald's. I saw. The first time in four months. How was it? Um. We, we went to the drive-through. Yeah. Um, so let me uh, let me just explain. I haven't had fast food in four months, right? Um, so it's just been home cooked meals for the last four months, which is actually I don't think I've ever done that in my life before. Just no eating out, of any kind. Yeah, same. Um, McDonald's is really
0: salty. Um, I didn't realize it until now, but it's really salty. Thinking about it, I can I can see your point. Yeah.
1: Because I think when I eat out so much, not just McDonald's but other food, you get kind of used to that, that level of salt intake, right? Oh and yeah. But at home, I don't. We don't cook a lot with salt. Um, we don't like the excessive amounts of salt on. Um, and so now I like I really tasted the salt. Um, I suppose that that's probably experience. their
0: way of of selling you that extra large coke or whatever. Um,
1: yes, but also I realise salt is addictive because wow, that taste is good. <laughs> I know salt is addictive. I am. Oh, it, it was, it was so good, mate. I had a, I had a big tasty large meal. Oh, so you enjoyed it then? Oh yeah, it was a solid, no, I, yeah, I enjoyed it besides, I'm just saying it was like, I could taste how much more salty the fast food is. Yeah, yeah. Um, But that doesn't mean I did not enjoy it. Like, I ate that
0: all up. Like, it was great. Um, yeah, I showed my mom and I said, look, if the med students are doing it, we can do it. And she said, the med students have better immune systems than we do. <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that, is, that is true.
1: Um, but I didn't actually get... I went to the drive-thru. I didn't... But um,
0: okay, so the experience, atmosphere. what was that like? Were they... Did they have masks on? Did they look like they were doing the things? Okay. Um,
1: As as a medical professional uh, or an aspiring one, the use of gloves is dumb. Um, Because you just... You know, they have like people helping and they all wear plastic gloves but you're just carrying the germs from no, but one I'm area i'm sure they changed the gloves
0: no no and i'm pretty sure they no. had to wear gloves in the first place yes but also like it would be
1: because you're not washing the gloves right let's give an example you have 10 p. you have 10 cars in the drive-thru right yeah and each person has to give you money or each person has to use a credit card something like that right there's an interaction going on here right
0: 100 percent
1: um And if you wear gloves, then you are passing the germs from one credit card to another one, you know? Sure. If, you know what I'm saying? But if you didn't wear gloves and instead washed your hands after every person, it would be better.
0: I suppose. I
1: suppose. You see what I'm saying? But they're not washing the gloves.
0: Well, the thing is... Oh, okay. I hear you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so that's the one point. But they should but be doing the, the card tapping instead anyway. Anyway, not, nah, but yeah, I get your point. I get your point. Um. So yeah. So, but I wasn't too
1: worried about that. The reason I decided to go to the drive-through is because I run um in the area near a couple of fast food places. In other words, I see a lot of mass delivery vehicles and um, all those wonderful delivery services, Uber Eats. But and I see how these guys don't social distance and I see they don't wear any masks or gloves or anything like that. Yeah. And I'm like, you're not touching my food. Um, but they
0: don't touch your food. They touch the bag, and the bag is sealed.
1: I, I I I just feel uncomfortable, like these like they just have no social distancing at all. Um, so yeah, I just felt I went to the drive-through. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. And I and I feel good right now, no symptoms. So I think
0: we we're solid. We've been doing deliveries since the start of lockdown, and my mother has been going like a crazy person, uh, getting everything out of the packaging and and sanitizing as much as she can and. It is possible, you know, it's just the packaging that would get contaminated if in any case, so. Yeah, I'm doing, we're doing the same thing here. I actually have to buy some stuff
1: online this week, like clothing. Yeah. And that's going to be an interesting experience because I I have never bought clothing online before. Um, I, um, I I usually just go into stores. So this is going to be an interesting experience.
0: Yeah, yeah, it it I I we did that. It was it was interesting because you have to fit it on, and if it doesn't fit, you have to send it back and whatnot. Um, yeah. I shouldn't have money when so in situations like this because I've purchased two international orders and I'm waiting for them. Um, why would you buy it? I bought an adapter for my laptop so I can upgrade the hard the SSD. But that's the one thing. Um, and the other thing is, I bought a D Wait. brand skin. You bought DRAM. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's carbon uh, fiber one. I'm I'm very really excited, because I want to use my phone naked.
1: Buy, I I I you I need to buy a new USB C app again.
0: First of all, carbon But yeah,
1: my current one, and um, the I'm looking into the into options, and the Apple one's one thousand eight hundred Rand. So I'm still looking into options. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, uh-huh. like I think I have mentioned this before, my brother has the Apple one, and that's the one that doesn't give issues, but these, is... Yeah, I, I see, I'm so sick of issues with my
1: USB-C app, I'm just, just going to get the Apple one, I think, yeah. but I'm, I'm still looking at my options. Um, we're going to, we're going to move on to sort of the main topic, um, of, of this discussion. You want to talk about productivity frameworks or next step ever first? Um, are we not going to do both? We can do both, but which one do you want to do first?
0: uh productivity frameworks it's in order okay um so we have three main topics what did we do
1: we folk we just you know had so much content speed we're gonna do this speed productivity frameworks so productivity frameworks are basically anything you use to um organize your life or principles you live by that help you become more efficient um or how you organize and stock your life um and so i have a few and hector has a few and we're going to list them off one by one so me one and then he one okay cool um and so one productivity framework um that i live by is two is one and one is none that means you should if you have two copies of something that means you essentially own something in other words if you have an image just one copy of an image and you lose that copy it's you don't know, have that image it's gone you don't actually have it but let's say you back your image up to the cloud now you've got two cop- copies one in the cloud one in on your phone which means that if anything happens you still have access to that uh file so that's the idea of two is one one is none so that's one product basically that I have
0: by. a plan b i guess i
1: have a plan b i have a black backup I um, always keep an extra toilet paper all in the, toilet in the in the bathroom 100%. That kind of thing. Um
0: I like to plan for time and keep a, a schedule a very tight schedule but no way I can uh, cut time there. So basically I spoke about in the past uh, this the idea of a 10 hour day once you do your hygiene and everything else you're left with like 10 hours to to yourself and uh, one of the things that I use to make effective use of that time is the day before i lay out every single thing i want to get done um same yeah so that's the first thing that i do that's the most important thing for me
1: okay the next productivity framework that i use is if it's worth doing um it's worth doing poorly and my friend tian actually um led me onto this one and it's the idea that if something is worth doing even if you do it poorly, it's still worth doing. For example, if you exercise, right? Some days you won't exercise so well. But it's important, it's better to have gone out the door and gone on that crappy run than to not have not gone on the run at all. Um, because you know the thing you're doing brings you joy. If, for example, if you like to sing but you cannot actually sing at all, um, this, this, this sort of framework says sing because it makes you happy. So if it makes you happy, it's worth doing, even if you suck at doing it. I like that. Um, I like that. Don't hold yourself back. That's the point of it. Don't hold yourself back. Just do what you love. Um, And some days will be better than other days, and some days will be worse than others. But
0: just make sure you get out and do the things that you enjoy. Um, Now, even though I believe in planning out your day strategically, I am very prone to procrastination. So this one goes out to my procrastinate. Procrastinate um sleep rather than pull an all-nighter that's my that's that's a bit of advice rather than a a productivity framework um so if you have an assignment to finish or you have an exam the next day it's more worth your time to rather sleep than to stay up
1: i got by through high school with a 90 plus average getting two hours of sleep before every exam so i don't know how valid (laughs) That statement is.
0: Um, but you're not driving, so.
1: Moving on. Uh, um, My last one is the two-minute rule. Um, It's not to do with food. It's not like the five-second rule. It's not it got it to not do with six. It has nothing to do with noodles either. <laughs> um, <laughs> but the two-minute rule is basically that if there's a task that needs to be done that will take less than two minutes, do it right now. Um, What that means is If there's an email you need to send off, don't procrastinate the email off um, till late in the day if you can do it right now. If you have a household chore, like you need to pack away your your laundry, or you need to go sweep an area, or you need to wash up the dishes, if it takes less than two minutes, do it right now because then it's done and dusted. That's the two-minute rule. Whenever I feel like being lazy and procrastinating really simple tasks, I think of this two-minute rule wow split i think
0: the two minute rule and then i just do something i'm not thirsty but thanks um that relates to the 135 method uh and that basically says that you take one priority task that you that needs to be done no matter what and that you break it up into three doable activities um that you could do and then five low effort quick wins uh, that like just that. to get to boost your dopamine and um, and the other thing I wanted to say is make sure you have your priorities in order always that's it really for me uh, I don't waste I've your energy I've the 135 yeah. before
1: and I'm going to uh, I forgot about it thanks for reminding me I think I'm actually going to use that wow I forgot you. about the 135 method but it, it it really works Um.
0: take us into the next topic um discipline discipline <laughs> I'm sorry. Um discipline, discipline, oh PTSD. Uh that's a story for another day. Um discipline versus motivation. Um Grant referred me, he posted this article on WhatsApp the other day. Um and it kind of triggered me a bit because he's basically the article basically says um that you shouldn't wait for motivation and to do anything or to get something done, you should instead be disciplined so that you get it done without the motivation because you've got to get it done to keep yourself going and to not be left behind. Uh, am I right in paraphrasing? Yes. That's that's kind of right.
1: Um, I'm pro-discipline. I think motivation is a myth. And there's a movement to ex- explain that motivation is a myth. Um, motivation is is a feeling. It's an emotion. Um, and if you if you rule by emo- by motivation, you rule by emotion, and thus you can't reliably get things done. But if you have discipline, you will always get things you need to get done
0: done. Um, um and so I'm pro discipline. Technically, the document says I'm pro motivation, and I kind of am. Um, but. Uh my the the actual thing that i believe in is what what we'll conclude this topic with but um i believe that everything you do should be something that you're motivated to do mostly speaking sometimes you do have to push yourself and be disciplined and 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 say okay i know you don't feel like doing this but you gotta get this done um but is that not a form of discipline motivation i mean you're motivated to get something done because you have to get it done.
1: Yeah. Yes. The, so I've since we made this topic, um, I've been reading up about motivation, right? Yeah. Um, and discipline and the relationship between the two. And so what I mentioned earlier about about motivation being a myth. There's this idea that, uh, in you know, order to get the ball rolling, you need motivation, right? Um. So, people say you have to wake up in the morning with motivation in order to, like, have a fruitful day and, and get things done. Um, And so, my argument is that motivation is not the thing that gets the ball rolling. Discipline is. So, if you're disciplined, you'll get the ball rolling. And then what you actually start is this chain reaction where suddenly you feel more confident, you get a bit more motivation. But the motivation is created through your discipline.
0: Um... And which speaks into our conclusion. That, that sounds like Stockholm def- Syndrome. Anyway. I, okay. <laughs> um,
1: but, yeah. So, basically, I agree. And I've changed my opinion a little bit. And I'm definitely all about the discipline between... Discipline. Um, the balance. The balance between motivation and discipline.
0: Um, and you said, honestly, it's more discipline. And then I said, shame, you're wrong. Um, uh, it, it is more discipline. Um. Ah, uh, you need to start the ball rolling. i think the balance is dead center
1: um, you need to get the ball rolling that means the discipline and if you don't have motivation a day but you have discipline you still have practice
0: i thrive on my motivation though to be honest because at the end of the day i know why i'm doing it and i, I think the the thing that i do is i ask myself what am i getting out of this and that's my motivation. And if I'm not of getting course. anything out of it, then I don't do it. I don't give a shit uh, what it is. But maybe
1: maybe, maybe the, your use of motivation is a misnomer. Maybe you should be talking about purpose or reason for doing something. And I agree. You should only be pushing the discipline in and putting the motivation in and doing things you should enjoy. You know what I mean? If you're not enjoying it and you don't enjoy the process, then get out of there. Don't do it. Um... But if you do enjoy it and you do enjoy the process, sometimes you need discipline to get through the 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 like the crappy parts of that process, and the other parts are easy. Motivation will carry you.
0: That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying that you don't you you can live without discipline. You definitely need it. But, um, motivation still plays an important role. That's why I believe in the balance. Moving on. Now I want you to introduce this topic. Um, okay. Because it's been in this on this page for weeks, and it's yours. There's a song by AJR
1: called "Next Up Forever." You should all go listen to it off their album Neo Theater, which came out last year. Um, but "Next Up Forever" is a song that speaks about the idea of being next up forever. So, what does that what does that mean? That means that the 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 process of of growing up being up and coming um is more exciting, exhilarating. Um because the minute you hit your peak, then things become difficult. The, there's questions about will you be able to rise to that level of success or fame again. And so what the song Next Up Forever is saying is that you should enjoy the process and you should always want to be in the state of being next up forever. Because the anticipation is sometimes more exciting and exhilarating than the the actual outcome or reward.
0: Uh that's kind of like the um, what the journey's the better than the destination or whatever whatever they say, but you get what I'm saying.
1: It's like the night before your day off is more exciting than the actual day off.
0: Ah, uh, sure. Debatable but sure. Um so should I uh, let me ask you what do you what do you do when you peak, then, Galant?
1: Um, that's that's the thing. Um, one of my favorite um artists Ed Sheeran, who you don't like, he actually spoke about this. Probably so a great guy. Yeah, probably a great guy. But um, he was speaking about um when he was making his second album, he was talking about um how it's t- some artic- artists peak with their first album, right? and then the second album is a end, and then they have decreased success, and they feel like a failure, even though they're more successful than other people, so when you, when you, when you reach a quote-unquote peak, the problem is, is that there's added pressure, and to like get lightning in a bottle again, there's added pressure to be more successful, and ultimately this can create more anxiety, stump the process, make you less original, and then just end up causing you to fail, um, and if you're next up forever, if you never truly reach that peak and you always work so that you know you have something left in the tank, you'll never,
0: ever burn out and you'll never, like, feel that added pressure. So would you say that if you're about to reach your ultimate goal, you should just keep setting new goals so that you never reach an end goal? That That's the idea.
1: Um, like I always think of scientists that want to win a Nobel Prize or people that want to get a certain job. What do you do when you get that job? What do you do when you get that award? What happens when you win one Grammy? You know? When you win your first Grammy, people care more. But when you when you when you win your second Grammy, your second Oscar, it's like, Oh, yeah, whatever. The middle streets want another Oscar, wow. Um, no one cares.
0: Well, yeah, I guess.
1: Yeah, it, it's it's so sort of, and and I, and I think this the, this idea of next up forever, um, can be seen everywhere. Think of Apple or any other software manufacturer or hardware manufacturer like Google, Intel, Windows, uh, Microsoft. They always save their features for later, right? Because right. they never want to build that perfect, complete, holistic product.
0: Yeah, especially because
1: Apple. Especially Apple, there's always a feature they let out. Apple, whether it be USB C, whether it be wireless charging for the longest time, they always leave out that one feature. I mean, it took uh, um, five years for the Apple Watch to get always on display, and they always leave out one feature, you know what I mean? Or make things purposefully worse just so that they have that idea of next up forever and that you
0: never peak. Um. Well, the, the argument recently has been that the Apple Watch, for example, has peaked and that the smartphone market has peaked. Um, so what and happens when fear. you peak?
1: That's the, that's the thing. When you peak, it's, it's basically done. And you're force and you forced to push um, the industry forward, whatever you're working on forward. And that pressure is just not fun uh, on an individual level. I mean, it's, having that extra pressure is great for creativity. Um, and pushing the envelope but on the individual level as a person the experience isn't as fun you know as when you were creating this for the first
0: time yeah and there were no rules um so if you're wondering why this podcast sucks it's intentional because yeah 100% you know we can't throw you with perfection right away that would be boring
1: exactly we we can make a perfect podcast that Funny and educational and interesting. But why would you do that? You know what I mean? Why? We're only like 12 episodes in. Why would we do that? See no. you at EP100. 100. At, at 100, we'll give you guys that perfect episode you're looking for. But for now, we'll,
0: we'll, it, it will suck.
1: Um, <laughs> um, unless you think it doesn't suck, in which case
0: you're right. You are. Because it's is amazing yeah. content. Um, don't forget that uh, there is a rating box below. And with that thank you very much for listening um um go check out our instagram guys it's at it's
1: at two mat stacking conversation
0: and uh um. you can also go check out our previous episodes uh, last week was uh, racism we had our first guests <clears throat> and uh, if you're wondering what qualifies us to talk about these topics uh the open link is, you can search for two mats stuck in conversation you'll see we have a qualification uh in stuck it up oh, your ass can't speak english um wow stop offending
1: our audience i think that's problem number one
0: <laughs> you see i deliberately did that because i don't to my peak tell your friends about this grade a bull this has been two mats stuck in conversation good night good night people